welcome to the Be That One Mom podcast. I'm your host, Sarah Jo Payne. This is the podcast where I teach you not only how to become a virtual assistant, but the things that go outside of your business, mindset, spirituality, motivation, basically anything that I can help you to become the best version of yourself. That one mom that makes bank and lives life to the fullest. I am so excited to dive in with you. So let's get started. This episode is being brought to you by me. (laughs) I want to help you become a virtual assistant. So with that being said, I would like to give you something for free. All you have to do is go over to Instagram and DM me the word bank. I will then send you the five platforms I used to take my business to five figure months in just a very short amount of time. I want you to know exactly how to get started without having to spend a penny. If you want to, I do have a course, but that's not why we're here. I want to give this to you. So again, just find me on Instagram and send me the word bank and I will get you that amazing freebie. Hi. Oh my gosh. I hope that you have been having the best day whenever you are tuning into this. I always say I'm excited for each episode. <laughs> like every single one of them. I'm like, I'm so excited, but I'm serious. I love recording these. I think they're so much fun and I hope that you enjoy listening as much as I enjoy recording them because this is a fun part of my week and I love it. Okay. So the three things that I would have done differently. That's what we're going to be talking about today. Like if I had to start my virtual assistant business all over again, and I was like, if I was you and you just found out about becoming a virtual assistant, you're listening because you're trying to figure out if you want to become a virtual assistant, if you think it's something that's cool. If I were in your shoes, what would I do that I didn't do? And I actually teach on a lot of these inside of my course because they genuinely are so important and learn from my mistakes, please. Okay, so I'm too excited. We're just going to dive right in. The first thing I wish that I would have done differently is had contracts in place sooner. I really, really, really wish I would have had contracts in place sooner. And why is because, well, it's a twofold thing. One, it protects your butt. I mean, honestly, if you have a clear boundary set out in your contracts and you have everything ready for you inside of your contracts, you're really protected to withhold your boundaries. You're protected all around. It's just really great to have a contract. And I did not start implementing those soon enough in my business. That is a huge regret of mine is not implementing those sooner. I think I didn't know what I didn't know. And that's what I want to let you know. <laughs> no, that sentence was so annoying, but it's true. I didn't know what I didn't know, but I want you to know. Contracts. So huge. Okay. Piece number one protects your boundaries. Piece number two, it protects your peace. Like being able to have contracts in place where you only are committing to three months at a time working with somebody. I wish I would have implemented this for this piece as well. Like 
so much longer ago. Not because any of my clients are a pain in the butt. Please know that. That is not what it is. It's just as I grew as a person, as a virtual assistant, as my skills grew, as I found the things I liked, that as I found the things that lit me up, I would find that particular like jobs that I had were driving me insane. They, they, like I would put them off. They'd make me sad. Like I wouldn't want to do them. I'd have dread. Like I'd get my list done and like my to-do list and sign a click up done. And then all of a sudden I'd be like, I don't want to do that. And if I had three month contracts in place, one, the client would know that their time was coming up, that they're only getting three months. And then, you know, like they, I would say, you know, like, I'm really going to, I think, switch more to this lane. I'm going to do more in this area. You can come with me if you'd like to. If not, I have a, like a, a hiring board of women who, you know, have gone through my programs are great and they could, you know, also help you and kind of funnel them down instead of me either just dropping them completely as a client or me, you know, continuing to work in these situations that don't make me happy. So if you were to have these in place from day one, like as you're learning, as you're growing, three months is such a good time period to have a contract to as a virtual assistant, because it gives you time to get to nerd, get to nerd, get to know the client, gives you time to and it gives them time to see you, you know, like the first few weeks are like a dance. You're trying to learn them. They're trying to learn you. They, you know, like depending on their personality, like there's a lot that factors into it in those first upcoming moments. So if you have a contract in place for three months, 90 days is a pretty good idea to get if you're going to be a fit with somebody or not. And trusting yourself, not letting yourself fall into the trap of like, okay, I want to make this. So I'm going to keep these types of clients because I want the money. No, because you're, if you have contracts in place and you're practicing what I teach, then you're saying, okay, this contract is, I'm looking at my contracts at like two months and I'm saying, this one's not really what I want to stay with. So I know the next 30 days I need to be really marketing myself so that I can find a different client to go into this place. Or I really want to completely change directions. There's a new platform out that I want to learn. I'm going to spend the next 30 days learning it. I'm going to keep these clients for an additional 90 days while I'm learning. I will then phase them out and replace them with clients that align with the the new offer that I have. Hopefully that made sense. So that's the number one thing I would have done differently is contracts. Okay. Number two, I would have set boundaries that aligned with what I wanted way sooner. This is on nobody but me. I was terrible with boundaries, with boundaries, with like anyone, anyone and everyone inside of my business. I was terrible about setting boundaries. I would constantly check my phone, even on weekends. I was constantly responding like the minute I got something and then put this unfair pressure on myself unfair to the client they didn't ask about it most of the time they're like no rush it's not a big deal and unfair pressure on myself and all of these things that led to like situations that were not my favorite because I didn't put boundaries on myself I didn't 
make it to where I was like, these are the times I'm working. This is when I'm available. This is when I'm not available. Like we are not doing brain surgery. There is no such thing as an emergency. You like, you know, like it can wait till Monday and like not putting myself in these spiraling situations to where I'm like breaking out in hives on a Sunday because of a web page, like, which I was doing. And so just like setting these boundaries for, for myself and not being a people pleaser and not being like a pushover. I really, and also please know that I'm not saying that my clients were bullies or that's not what I'm saying. It's just, I put that pressure on myself. I put myself into a lot of situations that did not feel good because I didn't have boundaries in place. And I talk about it so much on my webinars and everything like boundaries. If there's one thing I could teach people, it's boundaries. Oh my gosh, they are so important. So there's that one. And I think I might even have a podcast episode already on boundaries. They are so important to me. I think that they are something that I'm learning more in real time and teaching them to other people. Like just, it just lights me up. So boundaries. Okay. And then the third thing that I would do different is trust myself that I can do it. I, my prayer for you is that you see this opportunity for what it is. It's an opportunity for you to work as little or as much as you want and make whatever income you want on the hours you want. Like it is amazing absolutely amazing. And I did not trust myself soon enough that I could do it on a larger scale. Like I played small for a long time because I was scared and I didn't want to trust myself. And I can only imagine, and like, I'm not projecting onto you or I'm not trying to, but like, I feel like I have like my ideal client, my ideal person that's going to either work with me, with me being a virtual assistant for them, or you learning from me as a virtual assistant is that you want to change something. Like you don't want to keep repeating the same thing over and over again and expect a different result. And trusting yourself that you can make a change. So I'm speaking to you about becoming a virtual assistant and learning how to do that. Trust yourself. Trust yourself that you can do it, that yes, it's not going to be an overnight thing, but you don't need an overnight thing because you trust yourself and you trust the process and you trust that you can do any freaking thing you put your mind to, because if you can think it, you can have it. That is like a law of attraction. That is the universe. If you believe you can have it, you can. It doesn't happen overnight and it doesn't happen without action. Just because you believe that you can be a virtual assistant, and I believe you can too, does not mean that it's going to happen overnight. You have to trust yourself that you can do it, and you have to trust yourself that you are going to commit, and you really are going to show up for yourself every day that you set the days that you are going to work to make this freaking happen. If you don't have faith in yourself right now, if you don't trust yourself, take my belief in you. Take my belief in you and use it because I believe that you can do this because if I can do this, you can do this. This is not rocket science. This is not hard. It just takes time and it takes a level of knowing that 
there is a piece of the pie for you and you're going to grab your knife and you're going to slice it up and then you're going to dive in and you're going to eat it and you're going to enjoy it. And it's going to be so delicious because it's exactly the size of the pie that you wanted. Okay. So I'm going to leave with that because I loved that metaphor. And now I like want something sweet to eat and that really stinks because I've been going to the gym so much lately, but (laughs) I'm going to leave there. I love you so much. I hope that you have an amazing day and I will see you soon. Bye. This episode is being brought to you by Chime Credit Builder. Chime Credit Builder is some sort of magical credit score sorcery debit card. I'm obsessed with ours. I use it for every purchase. It is my favorite thing that I've ever happened. It is a debit card that improves your credit score. Now I am not a CPA or any sort of person. So please check out the terms and conditions to make sure it is right for you. However, if you do sign up using the link in the show notes, they will give you a hundred dollars for signing up. So I suggest you look into it and go to be that one mom that makes bank.com slash podcast and you will find the link to sign up there as well as in the show notes.